I would have never figured that out. Never have known that. Okay, good morning. We're holding on page Kufchav Gimel, Dr. Zion. And yesterday we were learning why, uh, in order to mimamshich, in order to, to cause a flow, uh, literally from the Ein Sof, uh, we need to, we need to uh, love Hashem with, with the love of flaming coals. That's Vahaftas Hashem Elokecha. And that triggers the whole Shema Yisrael that elevates the spark. When the Jew is like rushing, racing up with all of his yearning and passion and fervor and excitement to the point that he's, he's, he, he can't stand being remaining in his vessels, in his containers. So as he races up, he, built, he brings with him the sparks of holiness that he engaged in the day before, integrating it into the oneness of Hashem, causing the Ein to come down and which we learned is the flow of, of chesed coming through the 72 bridges getting divided into the little feet so that it can come into the world that's what we learned um, uh, and we last, yesterday we also emphasized that that itself that a person should have such an intense love comes from the sparks of holiness because the nisham itself is a, is, is a very settled being the neshama will love Hashem, but it will love Hashem remaining within the containers. It's only when he ingests little pieces from the world of Tayu, which is the physical things, and they come from the world of Tayu, they come from a place where light didn't settle in vessels. So therefore, they're so intense. And when the neshama takes them, these sparks, it causes the neshama to, to, to rapture. That's the idea. The neshama has to rapture with love. And that's what we're holding over here. The lefikach. Um, this is Perek um, Tazayin. Okay, we're, we're holding from the bottom. I'm counting up from the bottom. How many lines? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 lines from the bottom. Um, the, the line begins with the word Kiyadua, and we're holding by the word Olafikach. Olafikach, and therefore, Ham Shachamisham, in order to evoke a flow, a drawing down from there, from such an exalted place. We have to elevate man, feminine waters. It has to be beyond beyond because all that settles in a container. It has to be a love of it has to be a love of madness. We see the that the main of feminine waters that will stimulate the ain sov. Why they rish peish to ma'oidcha to the flaming coals of ma'idecha? Kimavu midvarav lahedya, as explained from his words, particular openly, meaning whose words? The words of the Alter Rebbe that he brought earlier from the Egeres Hakodesh. Afim hashen is ba'ale el holding tezayin, perik tezayin. Afim hashen is ba'ale el oisi yodalid, and according to what we have explained earlier in oisi yodalid, the parsha is shining the kriya shema, in the first parsha of shema. That the main idea of the first parsha of Shema is that it is the name of 42. 42 is the is the uh, the name of ascending light, ascending energy. Shinyana, which is content in Zubchenas Avizu, it's this kind of a love. Lotzes Mahakeli, it wants to which extract itself from the vessel. Gevurais, which is the idea of Gevura, pack fervor, intensity. Just like fire and flames of fire, just like fire goes away from the vessel, 
So too, this type of love is an ascendant of tearing away from the vessel. What is the reason? That this is the main feminine water. In order to evoke the Ein Sof. Why is it? Why is it dafka that this love beyond the vessels is what is what triggers the light, the, the believable? You have an opinion will be understood based on what we stated elsewhere. The Indian manu mad. In regards to the general idea of man and mad, man and mad is man means feminine waters, mad means masculine waters, mayim duchrin, which means the whole system that Hashem waits until we. We, we stimulate from below. That's the idea. The question is, why, why, is, that, uh, why is that so? At first it is wondrous. How can a limited being, how can he evoke with his love, the infinite one that is limitless, which to him nothing has any value? That's the question. It's a very, very powerful question. He's saying, how can anybody be evoke anything from above? If we are so tiny, insignificant, and small, and in comparison to the Belik Vul, we are literally nothing, how can nothingness excite you? The Ebishtu, who is Belik Vul, how can he be impressed and, and moved by something that this non-entity is doing? It's meaningless. In his Barsha, we explained over there, Shazeh Gufa, this itself, Shahaman Ya'or Ramad, that the feminine waters should evoke the masculine flow, who are Yedei Shekachol It's because so Hashem desired. Meaning, uh, he, he decided to be impressed by the, that, that this should move him. It's a decision that he made. No, no, it's not something that, because of its intrinsic value, it, it impressed him. Hashem is not impressed by anything. Nothing impresses him. The ain't so, the from the world. It's only that he wished himself a wish. He decided that this is the way going to be. So he, so in a sense, um, conditioned himself free, on a complete free and, and uh, unimposed, but only purely, not for any reason, there's no reason, there's no gain from it, but so he decided he wants to be um, inspired, so to speak, and, he, and, and excited by what we do. Okay? And that will make a very big difference. You see, once it was Hashem's decision, that Hashem, Hashem decided that, that it's based on that, his decision, not on something of of what's it called again, um, of not because it really, in essence, has, attr- has attracted his attention, but it's because he decided, we'll see soon that will answer a very big question. But anyways, for here, now he's answering just a general idea. How can man evoke mad? That was his will. That's it. So, so put it this way. So the man evoking the mad is really because uh, it begins with the serusa de leela to begin with. That was the first Isairus had to be in the Mashpia, in Hashem. He became, in this aura, he became awoken or, or excited to, to be excitable. So he made himself that way. And then, then we can excite him. And that's why we know generally in Chassidus, the way it works is Zerusa de Leela. First there is an, 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 an awakening from above. In Chassidus, it means even more. Hashem literally sends down something to excite us. He, he, he stimulates our neshama. But he, aside from that, the very fact that Isarusa de Latat is going to evoke Isarusa de Leela, that work from below is going to cause an, 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 an excitement from above, that itself is because he, 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 he has inspired that. This is what came up on his ancient will. 
There was first a hachana, a preparation, in his, uh, in his original will, or in his, in his uh, will that precedes everything. That he should be drawn and reveal himself through the work that we do. Now, even though it's not essentially something that he's evoking, but it's, the, but it's because so he wanted, not because it really matches up, yet Hashem decided that what kind of should evoke him, which, what type of one that is similar to... Words, he decided that he's going to match the Sarusadalatata, that he's going to be like a shadow, Hashem Tzilcha, just like the shadow copies everything that the, uh, the origin of the shadow does. Or the shadow, the thing that is a shadowing, so too Hashem decided that his asrusa deliela, that which he's going, the manner in which he's going to respond to us is going to be dependent on the manner in which we reach out to him. In the measure that the person measures, they measure for him. Whatever type of measure you measure, okay, and therefore that, that's the way Hashem decided. But then you still have a big question. Good, we've just said that, wow, that it has to be, that, that it's not because it essentially has a, a quality, but because so Hashem decided. But yet, what did he decide? That our Sarusa de Latata has to match his Sarusa de so we're back to square one. Because if it has to match, we can never match it. For because, because there is an essential, an essential, separation between us and Hashem and that we're finite and He's infinite. So no matter what we are going to do, it's never going to be matching to the Sarusa Dleyelah. The biggest difference that there can be is that this is finite and that is infinite. So therefore it's not matching. The Imkena Dain Kosh, it's still hard to understand. Good. We're going to accept that He wants to be impressed. Fine. But by what? But He decided that the system is going to work, that we're going to, he's going to, we're going to impress Him with something similar to what he is going to give. And since that which he's going to give is going to be infinite, that's his question. How can there be a Sarusa Latata and a Raza from below that is similar to the flow from above? Ma'achar, since the flow from above, is the flow of the Ein Sov that is limitless. And there's no comparison to him. It's not even like a, it's not even like a drop compared to the entire ocean. Because there, there is some similarity. They're both essentially the same. Here we're dealing gavul and beligavul, fi- finite and the infinite have no, no... Because even if you multiply the gavul a z- gazillion times, you're still not getting any closer to the beligavul. So it's, it's, va- it's meaningless. How can you have something that's better? How can you have anything that is similar to the hamshach of the Ebesh However, the idea is the ein hakavan that the kavan is not that in truth yesh erech la'ava. There is a a comparison from our love and or from shachashim emenu yizbarach with the light and the flow that comes from Hashem. In truth, the, the, it is not an emes. In truth, the real quality is not really the same. No matter what we do, However, the idea is she yesh beis b'chemes There's two types of love based on what we had just learned earlier. 
There is one ha'echa, the one type of love, kisha'ava, misya shevez belev. When the love settles in our heart, shahalev yachalehechal es oirahava, that the heart is able to contain the love, shachafetz lekirvas alikiv. A person wants to come close to Hashem, and the heart is able to keep up with the love. The love is there, and the heart is containing it. Habeis, however, the second one, kisha'ava, hu betagabur is gadol, when the love becomes so intense, when a person contemplates the greatness of the Oren Soif, of the Infinite One, the Mohusevats Musoi, in Hashem's very essence, the Kulakamekala, a level where all before Him, all, all the worlds, with all that they contain, are literally considered not before Him. And how it is, we're learning the parentheses, that even Adam Kadmon, even primordial man, which is so, 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 so beyond, who kamei in front of Hashem, kamei asiya gufni yismamish. It's literally the same, like a physical act. Kihu um, is or like a physical object. To the Eved to Adam Kadmon, kihu is barach because Hashem merumam v'nizgav. He is merumam. He is exalted v'nizgav and higher mikol gedrom mitzias from any type of context of any type of being mitzias of existence netzal emanation or nivra or creation so when a person really 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 contemplates this and he really he gets it what will happen tis lahev so then it will become inflamed vitis lahet and it will shoot forth like uh, with flaming coal tis lahet nefesh and the soul will be, become ablaze uh, with a very, very intense desire to touch that light, to touch that, that reality. Until it reaches a point that this love won't settle in the heart. Meaning the heart will rapture. It cannot, it's like because of the intensity of this love. He's reaching a point where the intensity of the yearning was the love. The love is the, the the yearning to, to connect yourself to that. You want to go out of the body. It wants to get absorbed in the body of the king. Mamsha wants to become absorbed in Hashem. Or, or maybe not get absorbed, but at least to gaze at him. At gaze at the glory of the king. And his majestic beauty. That is, li- that is limitless. So this type of love. Makif, it is it can't the heart can't contain it. So it hovers, it encompasses Al Kliya Lev on the vessel of the heart. The, the heart cannot contain this love. The altar Rebbe can't contain himself in the in the minor and he talks about the love of madness. And he compares it to a person experiencing something that that is so intense in their life that they are literally maddened. Right? In regards to the innermost of the heart, by way of analogy, in worldly affairs, at times, there is something so, 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 so important, something so um, great and such a major thing, that the entire, that the entire life of a person is, the, is hinged on this thing. This is my, without this, I don't have life. I, my entire life, I worked on this thing, and without this, and I, my life becomes suddenly completely meaningless. And that is being threatened at this moment. 
to the most inner, inner, inner core of a person's heart, including, including his heart, including it touches to the most deepest point of life, including that as well. And it will cause the person to do, to do actions, to speak things, that are not, that are not reason. And you look at this guy, say, he's a Meshuggah. The guy went crazy, he went nuts. What do you mean he went nuts? Why does he mean he went nuts? The energy is now so intense that the, he, can't, he, can't, he can't process it. He can't process it through the mind. He can't process it through his heart, through the ordinary vessels. So it gets, so there's just a wildness, there's a madness. Right? A mother loses a child in an amusement park. The mother runs around like a maddened lady. There's no etiquette. There's no etiquette. There's no manners. There's no nothing because you're just nuts. And because the, 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 it goes beyond the vessel. So that's Vizela Umazah. So similar to this, just like this is in worldly affairs. So it is if someone is truly serving Hashem with the service of the heart. Because the point of the Pneumius Alev, the deepest Nekud of the heart, meaning it's touching the heart, the innermost of the heart, it's higher than, not, than, than, than the mind. Higher than what the mind can contain in a vessel. Usually the midas are being influenced by the das. Well, that remains within a vessel. But when it touches the very nakud of the heart, this love, it raptures beyond the vessel. So this love is makif, is encompassing. It's higher than the limited midas that are in the heart. The containers of the heart can't, can't um, contain it, can't, can't absorb it. And this is what the Torah means. Love with Shem with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might means beyond all your vessels. Go, go crazy in your, in your love for Hashem. Mo'od means limitless. What does it mean, limitless? The, the, the love is not limited in the vessels of the ordinary emotions of the heart. It's not, he says, it's not really infinite. He says, this idea, this moment, you're, in, you're touching on the infinite energy because you're breaking out of your containers, out of your vests. He says, in essence, it's not really infinite. Uh, because you're still human. And even your rapturing is also a rapturing with limitations. But it's beyond your ordinary limitations. You broke out of your, out of your vessels. And the energy flow is very is intense. So even though for another person, if they would experience the same kind of a love and the same kind of an understanding that you're standing right now, and, you, and you, like you're saying, as a race from the Caleb, this guy went out of his vessels, the same guy, he hears the same ideas, he's used to it, and then he's able to contain it in the vessel. It doesn't throw him out of the vessels. So you see that what, and even the intense love, he, he stretched his, his, his muscles of his heart, of his, of, his, of, his, of, his, of his passion, of his fervor, and he can experience these, these, these intense loves within the heart. It's not beyond. So for the other guy, it's not out of the vessels. The very same love. But the Pasuk is saying, beyond your, your ma'od. That's the emphasis. Even though it's not someone else's ma'od, but by you, it's beyond your vessel. Once you break out of your vessel, that's enough for Sarusa Tlatata to be similar to the light that's higher than vessels above. Even though the light that's higher than vessels above is the true infinite, infinite that's truly infinite. And the light that's higher than vessels below is your own vessels, is only measured to your. It's around your Kalim. But 
But since, now we go back to what we, what we said earlier. Since this, that a Sarusa de Latata evokes a Sarusa de Liela, evokes the, the flow from above, is not because Be'etzem it impresses. If it would need to Be'etzem impress the Abishter, the, the in essence, that it couldn't do, because there would still be an infinite distance between our infinity, so to speak, and his infinity. But since that bridge was already, that bridge was already bridged by Hashem, Hashem decided that he wants, not because it, not because it truly evokes him, but because he already decided that he wants us to be able to evoke him. So he, he made the whole system of a Sarusa Dilatata Sarusa. It's only that he wanted that it should be a relationship. So he wanted that the manner in which we extend ourselves to him, that's the way he will respond. So it's enough that we create some kind, something similar to what is above. And what is similar to what is above? When we, when we have a Sarusa Dilatata that's beyond the vessels. That's why it was so important for him to make that introduction. Because if it would be Be'etzem, we, we need to really get to him in his beligable state. We can never reach him then. Because our beligable is a joke and compared to his beligable. But he already established. The only thing is that it has to be similar because so he wanted. No. He wanted that we should do the best we can in the beligable. So we, when we extend our beligable, our, lim, belie, our limitless... Okay. The other Abba, he says, in truth... Lagaba Adam Tzadik, and compared to what's a man who is a Tzadik, the Chassid, and a person who is a Chassid, the Chacham Yosem Emenu, and someone who is great, wiser than this individual, Tia Avakazu, this love, Misya Sheves Etzloi Bekeli Shaloi, will settle in his vessel. Shurachav Yosem is broader. Ubchenas Ma'oid Cha Shaloi, you Avakadai Yosem, and his Ma'oid Cha of the Tzadik is on a much higher level. We know that the, uh, the famous Chassidish uh, Rebbe, Rabbi Chaim of Chernovitz, Wrote a, a, he wrote a book about Shabbos called Sedudah Shel Shabbos. And if you look into his Sefer, Sedudah Shel Shabbos, really worth learning. And in his uh, Sefer, Be'er Mayim Chaim, he's mamish, um, when he goes in, he, he, you see he loses himself. He loses himself in his, in his, he starts describing, you know, the greatness of Hashem. And he goes into such descriptions and there's such bursting energy. It's like, whoa, you see that he was aflame when he wrote this or uh, it says that when he would he would have a writer that would write, and he he he, he would he, he wanted to write the safer, but he but he wanted to really allow his emotions to come out forward. So he would have someone come. No, no, he could have written himself, but he had he would give a speech in the shul for two, but just to have like zitzers who come so that they can. He's talking to someone. If he would be talking himself, he wouldn't be able to get into it as much. But anyways, I, I identify with that uh, situation. But the the Be'er Chaim. Uh, was known that on Shabbos, he, he, his Indian was Shabbos. And he experienced Shabbos. They say that physically he was taller ahead on Shabbos. You saw him. He, he, he just was a taller person. He didn't look the same. He was on a complete different level. So one time someone once came to him and asked him, he did something, he did, the tzad, he did for the tzaddik, for him a big favor. So the, and the guy asked, and he said to him, what can I do for you? He said, I want to experience a little bit of, your, of what you experience on Shabbos, the holiness and the, and the spiritual energy that you experience on Shabbos. So he told him, uh, I don't think it's a good idea, whatever. But he said, no, 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 I really want to. So he said, okay. So he blessed him. So it came Wednesday. And we know Wednesday is already the beginning for Hana for Shabbos. And you start saying L'chun in, in the L'yom Yom, you say a little L'chun at the bottom. And this guy is beginning to, uh, you know, you see his eyes bulging a little bit and he's getting a little, he's running around the shul. He's, he's hyper. He's hyper that something is coming and he's clapping his hands and he's uh, 
right? He's slapping the guy on the back. Hey, young Pil Shabbos is coming. He's a vetsvreila, and he's running. He's already walking in the stores. Have to have food after Shabbos, you know. He's already, you know, looking here, there, and as it comes Wednesday afternoon, and it's getting to Thursday morning, and he can't sleep at night, and he's like literally on, on adrenaline, and he's like, uh, like he's taking drugs, and he's going higher and higher and higher, and, and it's becoming Friday. The guys are totally a madman, and and, and, they, and the family didn't know what to do with him. And when it came Shabbos, I, I don't know if he made it to Shabbos. He was at a point where he was just literally screaming and shouting. So they had to come and take away the blessing because he, he literally couldn't handle it. So it's mom is the idea that what for someone is beyond the vessels of his, of his thing, uh, for, for the other person who stretched his heart and already exercised those muscles and exercised the mind and exercised the muscles able to contain such raw energy, which others couldn't. And this is what we said, that what, um, and therefore, and that person's is a greater love. And even that sadik's ma'od, whom is considered limited, and compared to our way the, 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 the malachim love, and and the souls above that are not in, in any body. What their love is is like unbelievable. Therefore, nikra It's your ma'oid. It's by you. It's believable. It's higher than your own gvul. Since it's higher than your own gvul, It's enough to be considered like feminine waters. To evoke the ain sof that's truly beyond shuha believable be'emes, which is the true and real believable. The Sarusa de la Tapta from below has to be similar to Sarusa de la from above. They don't really have a comparison. Because there's no comparison. Even to Avram Avinu's love, the greatest, the one who loved Hashem, he's the man of love. Or Michoel, or even the angel Michoel, Kahana Rabba. The, 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 the great Malach Michal above, the Gaba Ava, the Chesed Atzilus, their love is nothing in compared to the love of Hashem in Atzilus, God's love. That's in, in, in the love of Chesed Atzilus. The Ein Sadach Loim, the Gaba Erin Saif, we don't even have to say compared to the Ein Sof himself. There's no, no comparison. Yet, it's sufficient enough to create that uh, stimulation. Okay, so don't be embarrassed today if you get a little wild over here by davening.